In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Proverbs 29, verses 8 through 11, where I'll ask the question, how should believers respond to the world? Proverbs 29, verses 8 through 11 says, Scoffers set a city of flame, but the wise turn away wrath. If a wise man has an argument with a fool, the fool only rages and laughs, and there is no quiet. Bloodthirsty men hate the one who is blameless and seek the life of the upright. A fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. As you read through Proverbs, you get all this great wisdom, all this great insight on how you ought to interact with the world around you. And here we see how the wise man or how the believer, how the person who is faithfully seeking out the Lord's pleasure will respond in a couple of different situations, how they ought to behave and be known here in the world. So here are three thoughts from Proverbs 29, verses 8 through 11, answering the question, how should believers respond to the world? Thought number one, de-escalation. There's an option that you have, an option that you have in any given situation where you can help to heat up the conversation. And when I mean heat it up, I mean where you can get people increasingly angry, increasingly upset, and you just have to look at social media a little bit to see how well people love to do this. They love to heat up the argument. But it seems like Solomon here is trying to say something different. He says, the scoffer sets the city aflame, but the wise man turns away wrath. So it's the idea of de-escalation, meaning instead of heating things up, instead of getting increasingly intense and putting the pressure on, that the wise person will try to bring the situation down, try to calm all of the hotheads down and be a peacemaker. I think Jesus said something about that, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So as we think about how believers interact and respond to the world, we should keep this idea in mind that the wise man tries to mitigate wrath. He tries to calm things down instead of stirring up trouble. Thought number two, restraint. The wise man, the believer, practices restraint. Meaning, when somebody is saying something, when you get into the argument with the fool, what does the fool do? He just keeps talking. Just keeps talking and talking and talking and just won't shut up. What does the wise man do? The wise man holds his tongue. He restrains his speech. He keeps himself under control and doesn't go along with that temptation of letting the fire of the tongue burn out of control. As believers, we need to recognize that there's a great deal of wisdom in restraint. There's a great deal of wisdom in asking ourselves the question, is this the particular fight that I want to have? Or am I better served by saving whatever social capital I have for another occasion? Is this the argument that needs to take place is this the hill to die on, to use that old cliche? Believers need to practice restraint and really ask ourselves, what are we doing in our various conversations? What are we doing in our different interactions with folks? Are we restraining ourselves and resisting the temptation to evil? I hope and pray that we are. Thought number three, blameless. Ultimately, the believer needs to be blameless. 
They need to be blameless in the world. Now, is this a reality? Can we be truly blameless? No, we can't be truly blameless because we're all fallen creatures. We understand that. But we know that our ideal is perfection. Our ideal is to behave precisely as Christ behaved, and Christ was blameless in all that he did. What happens when you're blameless? Well, those who are not blameless, those who are wicked, those who are revilers, those who are mockers, those who are scoffers, they hate the person who is blameless. And that's what we are supposed to be. We are supposed to be, as believers, blameless in the world, meaning that we are not the ones who are actively sinning against other people. This should be the expectation, this should be the thing that we are trying to do as believers. And this is how we should respond to the world. That when the world is enticing us to go along and participate in evil with them, that we won't do it. That we restrain ourselves. That we de-escalate the evil. And that we remain blameless in those situations. Realizing that in being blameless, that we are asking to be attacked. Because your blamelessness shines a great light upon the evil being done in the world. Don't expect to have a good time of it, but it's better to live righteously and suffer for it than it is to have all the pleasures of this world and fall into the hands of an angry God. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Proverbs chapters 29 and 30. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.